Bienvenidos and welcome a Cositas Mami Never Told Me, a podcast that dives deep into the Latin cultural norms that have long haunted the feminine genre. Montate and buckle up porque it's going to be a roller coaster ride. No fuimos. <laughs> <laughs> oh, not the house music i know i gave you i gave you like you know because this hype button is kind of like what we do blah, blah, blah. but like if a, i go okay 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 the people don't know <laughs> So means I am talking about mine. Exactly. And she said, I'm feeling silly today. And I was like, I am silly today. Yeah, no. So we're going to see. <laughs> we're going to see what silly Diana Just is how silly. I'm a little delirious. Is that what it is? <laughs> silly, silly. You know why she's probably exhausted? Because I realized <laughs> yesterday, even though I've always known this, but I realized yesterday that Diana's love language is hosting and cooking and like her expression of love is is in food and in servicing. So your love language, it's funny because we'll probably get into it today, is um, not that that's how you receive love. So for clarity. The way you For show clarity. love, no, the way you show love is acts of service, a hundred percent. And that's how she is as mm -hmm. a friend. Diana's one of those friends that you could call her and, she, and it should drop whatever and figure out how to get there. I'm so thankful for that. But yesterday I went to her house. It was her son's birthday. And I was like, oh, this is Diana's love language. She literally was in the kitchen for the three and a half hours that I was there because she wanted to have her empanadillas fresh for everybody. And I realized, I was like, I guess I'm not going to oh have a conversation God. with her at all while I'm here. <laughs> so. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just going to sit here and eat empanadillas and her food. And oh I asked God. if I could help several times. And it's like, no, no, no. I can't even put the fucking fork in the empanadilla for her. I was like, okay, let me just sit here and play my role and not interrupt her love language. Crazy. <laughs> I mean, if I would have had time, I, I was going to um, make the empanadillas the day before, but I just found out on Friday that we were going to do this. And as you know, Thursday was Thanksgiving. <laughs> And I host a Thanksgiving at my oh, house. Oh, it just further confirms that your love language. <laughs> <laughs> because another bitch would have been like, no. <laughs> well, we all went out for my son's birthday on Friday night. So it was uh, Carlos and I, my sister and her husband, um, chaperone. Who are so cute, <laughs> by the way. They are oh my God. so cute. In love. In love. They are so cute. <laughs> I love them. I love Steve. I love my sister. I love them together. But by the way, that's my brother-in-law. Um, you know what's funny? That another great example of second chapters. Yes, exactly, exactly. Oh my yep. gosh! Like Vanessa and yep. Carlos. Yesterday, I spent time with Sonia. We had, and I actually, I don't know if I've ever really like had lots of conversation with her. But yesterday, we were talking, and then 
so rewind. We were at Diana's and um, Diana asked her sister if she was going to eat. And her sister's like, no, I'm going to wait for Steve. Steven, Steve? Steve. Steve, her husband. Steve, but my mother calls calls him Steve. Steve, <laughs> pero hello, claro. El nombre de no es Steve, es Steve. Ella le cambia el nombre a todo el mundo. There's a, there's a very, if you, if, if you notice, there's a very little, little enunciation in there that's muy importante. Él se llama Steve. Como Phil's name is Phil, and people call him Fial. Okay? And he's like, I don't want to be felt on, but if that's what we're doing, right. I'll be Phil. Well, my mother, just to sidebar real quick, I have a friend, his name is Wendell. W-E-N-D-E-L-L. Oh, shit. She calls him window. Window. Like, I'm looking at him. Window. Window. Got it. Disagreement. I'm not in disagreement. <laughs> but it was so cute because Sonia was like, oh no, I'm gonna wait for Steve to get here. And Steve gets there and um he says hello and Diana's like, I'm so honored you don't go out on Sundays, blah blah. I guess it's an inside joke. Anyway, so he comes in and straight starts making his plate. And then Sonia gets up and she's kind of like, Hold up, like I've been here waiting to eat with you. And he was like, Oh, babe, but when I call you was munching, she was like, I was snacking on an empanadilla. So then it was just so cute how they were like, well, make your plate, like blah, blah, blah. They sat next to each other, which is so funny because that's what I do mm -hmm. when I'm in a relationship. I'm, I'm a huge, like, I don't like sitting across from whoever I'm with. I like sitting next to them. I feel like it's so much more intimate. And even if you're not in a good space in your relationship, the fact that you're sitting next to each other, it like forces you to kind of like, all right, unless we're breaking up, like we're mm -hmm. going to figure this out. But they were just so stinking cute. So then when they sat down to eat, I said, you know what? Diana was like, look at Josh, so cute eating together. I was like, you know, I love love. And then I said, you know, I think you guys should have exchanged memos and gotten on the same page before Steve got here. But look, <laughs> you ending on the same page, eating together. Right. They, they were just. And I so always cute. tell them, you're so romantic. You guys are always so romantic. They make time for each other. As far as dating, they still go on dates. And I, and so yesterday when I said, you guys are so romantic, my sister always thinks that I'm always like, that I'm shooting shots. I am and not shooting shots. And I, I said I, the same thing. I'm right. Like, no, I'm, I'm telling like, you for real. Here for this energy, right? That's what I'm saying. That, like leg on top of the leg, like that's my goal. In 20 years, mm -hmm. to still be like on a sofa watching TV where you can't even like I can't even be two feet away without you being like, baby, come here, like just be touching right, me. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, so Sonia, when you listen to the podcast, Sonia. I am not shooting shots. <laughs> I am really happy that you guys are He's so romantic. Even, even, even 10 years, 20 years, 30 years, whatever. I love it. I love they were it. so cute. So, yeah. So, yes. So, Sonia's so thank you for saying that about my love Steven, language. <laughs> their love language is time together. And Diana's mm -hmm. is definitely fucking feeding you and making you nice and full. Making sure you're and, good and all that. But that is not mine. I don't, I don't want, I want gifts. Isn't that interesting? She doesn't, she doesn't. And it's not even big. I don't even like big love. gifts. 
Yeah. No, my love language is like, it's not even, it's, it's not even like gifts. It's just thoughtfulness. Like, you know, mm. if I, I love to go on walks. Let's go for a walk. I love, mm. I love to be at the beach. Let's go to the beach. Even if it's the winter, I love to do, you know, just things like that. And then like little gifts. And I, I don't mean gifts like extravagant, like, cause that's not right. So I'm talking about like a card or some flowers or my favorite fruit or my favorite perfume, you know, stuff like that. You know, I don't, I don't, don't feed me because I ain't trying to gain no fucking weight. So, and motherfuckers don't know how to cook, most of them. So, listen, <laughs> my husband, true. I love him to death, but his his thing is breakfast. So, and I know he listens, so don't come home with an attitude when I'm fucking talking about, because you know it's the truth, ain't nobody lying. So, what I'm saying is his thing is breakfast, because when the kids was coming out, they'd be like, macaroni and cheese again, when I would say that he was cooking. Macaroni and cheese again. Oh, right, right, right. <laughs> He's like, and he's like, well, y'all want me to order pizza? Like, right. And he's also like, y'all not going to go hungry. But I didn't say I was going right. to diversify the <laughs> options. Y'all going to have something to eat. Exactly. Y'all, y'all could be getting oh, some man. peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Right. And now they're older, so they can feed it, you know, they can feed themselves. But back in the day, it was hilarious because they would be like, man, you going out? Did you then go in the kitchen and look because they ain't smell nothing? <laughs> Daddy's cooking. Oh, man, we're going to cheese chicken again. Oh, my God. You know what's funny? I'm a total latchkey kid, and my sister, shout out to Jessica, she used to stay with me a lot. It was just me and her. My mom worked late, and that was the go-to. Mac and cheese, baby. Mac and cheese with some grilled chicken. I don't mind mac and cheese. Me either. You know what's funny? Mac and cheese. I think I don't want it now because I have Sophie, and and it's like her go-to. So oh like, yeah. So oh. you're like, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but I used to, I, for me, I used to like, if I was in a rut, even as an adult, I just cooked me up a mac and cheese with a little hot dog. Boom. That was like mm. my go-to 10 minute and be good. Like genuinely satisfied. But yeah, we've confirmed Diana's love language. That's actually one of the questions in our juice jar. Mm. So Ooh. now you know mine. It's Ooh. feeding people, making sure they're good. And I like for people to have hot empanadillas. I like people to have cold <laughs> oh, and did, did, smooth. Um, did, Brad Bunny, did Brad Bunny, um, was he the one who had been asking for them? For them? No, no, no. It was Jerry. So Jerry oh, okay, ended okay, up okay. coming. Yeah. So okay. Jerry is um, my son's, uh, my son Jalen's friend. And they have been friends since uh, the second grade. And they graduated high school playing football and all that stuff. So when they were uh, juniors in high school, I brought some empanadillas for the team. He was absent. People were like, oh, my God, the best empanadillas, blah, blah, blah. And he was like, how come you didn't bring me empanadillas? So I've been promising empanadillas. Even when he was in college, I was like, I'll go to one of your football games and I'll bring you empanadillas. Never made it to a football game. He would come home and be like, where are these empanadillas? So he was supposed to come here for um, my husband's birthday. He didn't come. So I saw him uh, Friday at Jaden's birthday. I said, I'm doing them on Sunday. If you're not there, I am no longer responsible for the empanadillas. You're like, it's over. It's a wrap. Yeah, so, so he had them and I gave him something to take home and told him how to cook them when he got home. I showed him how oh, to do them and everything. Oh, you gave so, him fresh ones, like ones that he could just fry. So I gave him some that he could yeah. just fry. Yeah. I'm so, and everybody was some. like. I need some. Other kids Hello? were like, can I get some? Can I get some to go home? I was like, no, I owe him these. And can't you, <laughs> I you know, you. I just realized you could probably put those in the air fryer. 
Yeah. Well, if you're going to put them in the air fryer, you need the, the big oven pastry because the ones that I use are for frying. Oh, got it. So got it, got you need it, the it, ones it. that to bake so you can fry them in the air fryer because then they come out weird. Like dough. Got it. On that. Got it. So, yeah. <laughs> um, so anyway, quickly, we are going to navigate this podcast a little different because we're not sure when it's going to air, but, um, we're super excited about what we've done this season so far. We've had some really mm-hmm. great episodes. Noel, Dr. Noel Cassiano's episode was so well received. Amazing. Oh my God. Yes. A lot of people love that. Yes. So I, 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 uh. I mean, in a really fucked up way, it's like, damn, we need therapy. <laughs> like, all of us are like, <laughs> we need help. <laughs> oh, we get him some clients. I, I, I really want to thank him for coming on and being so transparent. And um, well, I'm probably going to be so his first client. About him. <laughs> Yo, I've learned so much about him just in the mm-hmm. DMs and people just sharing that they're going to contact him and they, you know, the way that he felt so calmly and yes. so i was like well yes. what you want yeah you want a therapist that turks right you need a therapist you know, that's chill you, know, you don't want a therapist you know, that's like it depends it depends because i think i told you that i've had i had a therapist and i think you know she served her purpose for the time that i needed her for that season but i started to feel like it was becoming real girl talky and it wasn't like mm. It's, it's, it's funny. Cause when we were talking to Noel, the one thing I do notice and I gravitate to, of course, therapists are humans. Like they're, they're like pastors. Pastors are humans. We have this like mm-hmm. perception of these people that they should be like not human. Like Perfect. just cause your therapist is like, you don't mm-hmm. have problems in your life. That's usually not how mm-hmm. it works. Um, but he has a, and like Rebecca as well. Rebecca Bancourt mm-hmm. that was on. She when I when I connected with her after our live, I was like, you know, Becky, I didn't even know that you were a therapist, but knowing her from our youth, she's always been very much like the peacemaker. She's always been someone who is like very just a natural calming energy. Like I feel like if I if mm-hmm. anyone was to describe me, it would never be like, oh my God, when Rocio walks into the room, I get this natural calming. No, that's probably no, that's not like that. that's not me either. <laughs> exactly. Like I want I'm coming in there hot like yes, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Everybody it's like, it's like, well, if you were to meet Rocio, like it's not like, oh, I would want her to be my therapist. I more would want her to be like my party planner, maybe, or like my <laughs> MC, my type man. If I was a rapper, exactly. It's like boom, back five, six, seven, eight type backup dancer. But Noel and Becky both oh, have shit. this like they just have this energy that you feel like you can trust them. You feel like you can say mm-hmm. anything. You feel like you're not being judged. And mm-hmm. I feel I I for me, it's so important in a therapist to get that energy because I'm so high mm-hmm. energy that I yep. felt like the therapist I did have, um, yeah, it just became more girl chatty. And I was having my own revelations. Like I was having my own aha moments. I don't so feel she like wasn't she wasn't help. She wasn't yes, like guiding I, I, you. Okay. Yeah. I feel like she wasn't pulling so them out of me. I, I, she didn't pull them out. Well, I'm saying That's what we, he don't said. Like we don't like that. <laughs> we don't like that. We don't like to pull out guy. That part. 
Um, so yeah, I was talking, I was, I was talking to myself and I was like, I think I'm gonna reach out to Noel because I'm in transition. I'm trying to find someone new. Um, but that episode was so well received. Um, Mm -hmm. what other episodes did we do this season? Let me look them up that were, I mean, we have one. Oh oh my gosh. Uh, boundaries was well received as well. Boundaries. Wait a minute. Wait a no, minute. I, I, I think, think, I think that the, was the highest viewed. You think so? I'm, I'm, you about, about, to to go you, I'm about to tell you right now. Yo, like, I want to say, people. like, I ran into a couple people and um, I they said, what I wish I knew. What I wish I knew. 163 oh. views. Well, this is on YouTube. What, what about too. the man? How about the what man? I wish, no, what I wish I knew. Oh, what I wish I knew. Yeah, 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 that one was good. What I wish I knew. But I think what I wish I knew was, has been up longer too. So boundaries was just a couple weeks ago. Oh, that's true. That's true. Yeah. So, um, the man, the man episode, I don't, I don't think our, our, honestly, I'm proud of our listeners. Our women are like, like, fuck what they want (laughs) to, we don't give a fuck what they think. Our listeners are like, I know, but it was enlightening a lot of the things that he said. And even after his transparency about having a roster of women and women still DMing us, asking us how they could be a part of the roster. Like what's really going on here now? (laughs) You want to be a part of a roster? Create your own fucking roster. What the hell? Why do you want to be a part of a roster where the motherfucker that, I mean, he said that he used condoms, but. Lies <laughs> and fairy tales. I'm sorry, my friend, but after you've been on a roster for a certain amount of months, motherfuckers just going to be like, Dale, Lies and fairy tales. For me, oh, love, love. I love, I love our male guest. Oh, we love him. We love, love him. Love, But when he answered that question, dishonestly, I said, forget it. I'm done. I'm no, And there was a, there was a pause. He's going to fucking call us. He's going to fucking call us. Oh. And there was a fucking pause. There was a pause. And we're like. <laughs> I said, moving on, moving on. Moving Trying to be on. and shit. So exactly. But well, Juice Star was well received. <laughs> Boundaries. Yeah, was. You know what? I think I mentioned this on another podcast, but Diana was like, um, because you know she's like, uh, what is it? What is it? I don't even know. What am I? What does empath mean? An asshole? Oh, no, empath. <laughs> I'm the asshole. Remember, you literally crowned me the asshole. We both are. No, nah, we can both be assholes. Oh, two assholes. Uh, I'm good with it. When people be like, you're an asshole. I'll be like, I've been know that. <laughs> Give me something I don't know. Um, <laughs> <Give me some. laughs> I love when she said that. Give me a show. Uh, <laughs> I feel like that she's when she's do when she's doing the yes, alter ego. She yes, should she's yes. she should stay there. Yes. She should stay there. Yes. Like the other one is Mama Maria Pendeja. Yes. So she should stay uh, there. Yes. <laughs> Without saying her name because we don't need nobody coming for us. Jesus. Exactly. <laughs> You don't need nobody kind of as. <laughs> so, um, empath. Let me get the definition. No, no. It's so, um, so, Diana has this thing where she can read 
feel energies, you know, like I mm -hmm. feel a lot of people's energies, but more like I could just walk into a room and be like, I definitely don't want to get to know this person or that person or like I can oh, conversations mm -hmm. or whatever. But Diana can feel inner energies. So I say that to say when we recorded boundaries, we both ended the recording and we were both like, yo, that felt so good. And mm -hmm. then the next day she was like, I feel like you may have been awakened or something. You were like, I feel like boundaries may have done something to you. And I said, a hundred percent. I think listening to myself speak, I was like, holy shit. And I'm so proud of myself. I'm so proud of myself because I've literally you too, girl. and acted so many boundaries in various areas of my life. And it, it's almost like, mm -hmm. damn, it was almost like perfect timing because so many things happened, you know, since then that I mm -hmm. had to be like, but a lot of the show too, just gave a perspective to people that they didn't think that they needed boundaries in. Yo. You know what I'm saying? Like a couple people were like, yo, I didn't even think that I could put a boundary there or yo, you were right about this boundary. And oh, yo. And I'm just like, this is your life. You have to be able to tailor it, whatever it is, boundaries or whatever, love, whatever it is. You have to be able to tailor it for you. You can't always be living for other people. It's okay if you volunteer. It's okay if you know. And every, every once in a while, you do, you do live for somebody else, right? Where you fall deeply in love and you see the red flags and you ignore them shits. No, <laughs> red no, you flags don't, you be don't, just you a flash. You, you, you don't see. No, no, no. No, 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 no. Hold on. No, you see them. You see them. You, you don't see the red flags. <laughs> The red oh, no. flags see them. fully. But I'd be like, fully, no, 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 no. You don't see them. They fully engulf you. They are like covering <laughs> your face. They're they are like, they're literally, you know, like in the cartoon, <laughs> in, a in, in a cartoon where the gun and the thing pops out, they're like coming out of every part of oh. your body. And you know what you're doing? You're like, oh, you can go back. Ignore them. No, I'm It's okay. Oh, that little flag right there because okay. that one oh, just hold this one right here because no, no. That's not, yeah. and it's now yeah yo because red flags become fucking a red fucking sea a fucking and we're not <laughs> talking about our period waves of fucking <laughs> no, but I'm just saying it becomes just engulfed. You become engulfed where everything is red. What the fuck? You start letting little red, like Noel was saying, how you start packing. That was the best oh my analogy that he said for me that gave me like a No, oh, he shit. said he said he said packing, so much stuff. Packing. Oh my god. I was just like And then what? How you supposed flags? to close mm. how you supposed to close that suitcase, bitch? How you supposed to go anywhere <laughs> when your shit don't close? Yes, you're gonna be then over. You, then, you get to the, then you get to the gate, and guess what? You overweight, and guess what? You gotta pay for the overweight shit and the baggage you decided to carry. Why? Mm -hmm. Hell no. Mm -hmm. He said that, and then when he said, and I swear to you, I will never forget this. When he said depression, the, the, when he just emphasized the importance of being present and how thinking mm -hmm. about the past is depression and thinking about the future is anxiety. I was like, holy mm -hmm. shit. Mm -hmm. I yep. mean, for me, someone who, who takes pride in being kind of like, I feel like I'm a very thoughtful person. Like I feel like I'm very, 
empathetic to what people are going through to what I'm going through. I try to like, Mm -hmm. I constantly give myself peace. I constantly, even when I'm fucking hard on myself, when he said that was like, it was almost like everything was explained to me. So now when I find myself in thought, I'm like, bitch, reel it in. That's tomorrow. That's anxiety. You're creating Mm -hmm. this anxiety. And then when I find myself about something that's already happened, it's like, fuck that depression. Oh, hell to the no. We -hmm. reviewed that. It's done. It's in the past. You can work on today. People, people are going to do what they want to do when they want to do it. You cannot control. The only thing you can control is yourself and how you feel and how you Mm -hmm. allow someone to behave and make you feel. But when I was like, yeah, I hate when people give power to what other people do. Right. Mm -hmm. The best thing I think that someone told me, and I want to say, this was just a conversation and we was high as fuck. Oh my God. Ooh. I remember being in my twenties and we was high. Like we were so high. It was two people. We had rolled two blunts and we were passing them to each other. That's how high we were. Okay. It was two blunts with only two people and we were passing them to each other for like right. five minutes. Then we looked at each other like we high as fuck. We don't need to pass these to each other. We could just smoke it, smoke a personal. <laughs> But anyways, <laughs> oh, shit. we was high up. But anyways, I didn't even think of that. The I didn't even, I didn't was... even think of that part. You saw my house. That's why. No, no. But I didn't even think of that part. Like, no. why are we passing blunts if there's two? Right, there's two one. blunts and two people. That's what I'm saying. We kept going like this, passing like so, she grabbed so mine, now, I grabbed her. Now we're now she we're changing mine, germs. But I mean, we exchange germs no, all the time. But no, no, exactly. No, but back then, I mean. When you smoke the blunt, especially like back then when I used to smoke, I was in my twenties, I used to smoke. And when and I, I used to smoke created, and it was a new person in the rotation. Oh yeah. Well, there was a new person in the rotation that used to tongue kiss the blunt. I was like, you can't smoke with me no more. It's okay if we smoking and we about to pass it from lip to lip. But now you tongue kissing the blunt. I'm good. Like I'm never smoking with you again. And I'm done smoking for right now. Roll another one. But anyways, one of the things that uh, my girlfriend told me back in the day, she told me, girl, the shit that happens in the past stays behind me. I can't be looking back at that shit because there's so many struggles that are going to come in front of me. I can't continue to look back and add those on top of the ones that I haven't gone through. I was like, oh, shit. Yo. Going as far as telling a girl, you should have a book. This is amazing shit you saying. But then she started talking about some other shit, and I was like, okay. But no, that that shit. I was just like, oh my god. So that's why now, like when I talk to my kids, even one of the kids yesterday that was here that was having a hard time because they had lost the championship game. I was like, well, when did that happen? He was like, it happened like two hours ago. And I was like, but but when did it happen now? He was like, no, like two hours ago. And I was like, okay, so when was that? He was like, is this is it the present? He was like, no, it's in the past. And I was like, so why don't you leave it there? Boom. And he was like, he came to get food. Right. <laughs> he came to get fed in the in the stomach and fed in the in the head, Knowledge. in the brain. Wow. And I told them, now you can't carry this. So now, right, you're going to carry all this frustration and shit. You're going to go home and maybe you're going to go see your girlfriend. You're going to be frustrated with her because you lost the championship game. She ain't going to know what the fuck happened because she's not going to think or or be like, okay, yeah. Oh, my God, he lost the football game. She's going to be like, what the fuck wrong with you? 
You know what I'm saying? So when you carry in that shit there, then you're going to carry that shit to work. Then you're going to carry. So, and then you're going to think everybody else got a problem because you are having the problem. You got to let that shit go. And then just let it go. And he was just looking at me like, Oh my God, Miss Diane. You're right. (laughs) Not Miss Diane. I love that. Not your Miss Diane, which I love. I know. I love Miss Diane. I can't wait to see her next week. But, but yeah. But yeah. Yeah, Yo, that's, I, yeah. that's so ironic because today I was um, working out early this morning and I listened to a message and it was about letting it go. The blessing in letting it go. It's mm. like, you know how when people are like, you know, my children are a gift from God. I surrender them to the Lord as long as they become doctors are good. This are good. That it's like, it's like it's really surrendering and letting it go. It's the art mm-hmm. of knowing how to let it go is something that is. Whew, difficult that that yeah, art of letting go it's for hard. real like letting go and then whenever it comes to the mind being like uh-uh uh-uh like, especially you know? if you're passionate about it or if it's something that you love exactly. or someone that you love that's hurt you that's the hardest right there when you love somebody you've gone all in for them you've like done everything like oh my goodness and then they betray you or they do some crazy shit and you're like so hurt. That shit is mm-hmm. hard to let go. Mm-hmm. But think about the love and the heartbreak and all that shit, right? You've gone through it. You were able to let it go. Now that you've gone through it, think about the things that helped you let it go and put those in action. That's it. Because mm-hmm. a, a lot more time now just being on that, be like, man, fuck that. <laughs> Girl, I'm tired. Mm-mm, I can't. I don't got time for that. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. But oh, letting shit. letting go uh, brings us into this episode, oh, yeah. episode. which is yeah. Juice Jar, which we have some topics that we had before and we added some topics. Juice Jar was so well received that we're going to do this uh, often because... Don't do it. You don't yeah, keep doing yeah, it. Ask we should do some on Friday at the lunch, at the lunch, uh, oh, at the lunch thing. We, we should. should. Yeah. Okay. I'm a... <clears throat> I'm going to be on a tropical island somewhere, but we're going to do it. She's going to oh, be on shit. a tropical island. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh, God. In we starting hot, huh? We starting hot. In typical Cositas fashion. We starting hot. We starting hot. Where we at with it? Does size matter? <laughs> oh, my God. I swear, I'm not making this up. <laughs> I'm gonna let you I answer see. that shit first. I'm gonna let you answer that shit. 120,000 percent. Yes. My husband Diana's, be listening to this Diana, shit intricately. Diana's not allowed to say dick. Mind. Exactly. She's not allowed no, to say I can dick. say dick. I can say dick. And cock. She's I can not say allowed all that. to talk about size. But in my head, if she's like, yes, size matters, and she been with him, if she she been with him twenty years, then it's a confirmation. But yo, I you're fucking out of control. I I pick the fifth. <laughs> but I will say that that's my um, opinion. I have that's a lot of friends. I have a lot of friends, and when the topic comes up, it one hundred percent matters. It one hundred percent matters, dude. So then let's spiral okay. into right. Let's spiral into this. <laughs> size matters. Let size matters for me. It matters I had everything. A conversation. I had a conversation with my sister this weekend and I said something and she she's in a different space in her life. And I, I just feel like I take pride in being able to meet people. Where you going with this? 
No, no. Like I take pride in meeting people where they are. And I said to her that for me, okay. where I am, having left a very long-term relationship, I'm just in a space where mm-hmm. I want to be loved on physically, mentally, emotionally. And beat up. And I, and I want to have sex. Yeah, like, I want to have amazing sex. Okay. <laughs> I look forward to having amazing sex. That's where I am right now. And I can't tell Wait. you that, I, that I'm going to be leaving this season anytime soon. I can't. It could last 20 Wait. years. I'm trying to pr- suppress silly Diana. <laughs> Should I let her out? No, don't suppress her. Bring her out. Let her out. So you so, want that pussy beat? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yes, 100%. Like softly, hardly, aggressively, gently, beat her. Yes, yes. Choke um, me. Oh, sorry. That being said, yeah. <laughs> yes. What is it? Media vida, media fisia. Exactly. Just slightly. I'm just keeping it 150,000. But um, so then if size sorry. matters... Okay, so I'm going to I'm going to mm-hmm. funk it, remix it. If size matters, we we know that not all the men out here are well endowed. So then if size mm-hmm. matters so much, why do we not only put up with but stay with remedial sizes? I wouldn't call them remedial. I would call them average. No, bitch. There's plenty of women oh, out here. There's some remedials. Staying, oh. staying with tiny oh. penises. Mm. I'm just picking your brain. Uh, like, what is it about a well, man? Well, I don't know about that. So. Oh, wow. So, wait. Are you are you the person who's like, once the encounter happens, if it's not meeting the standard, I'm out? I've never had an encounter like that. Oh, wow. We've. <laughs> no, you are I, so I, I, lucky. You said, you said tiny. I mean, okay. So then, I've always had a, I've always had a question here. I've always okay, had so, questions. I've always so had then, questions. Okay, so then, what is considered acceptable? Oh God, you, from a you're putting me in some crazy ass fucking are waters saying, right now. Are we saying the size of a phone? <laughs> are we saying six inches? Are we saying six would you and like a half? Six, would you like the size of a phone? Are we saying would you like the size of seven a phone? inches? Um, let's see what Google thinks. <laughs> it's average size. Well, the average size there. Actually, I read an article. The average penis size, I think, in the United States is six inches. I'm almost positive. Okay. I think it's mm-hmm. the average size. So that's average. Right? So you mean something smaller than average? Yeah, I know. Well, this is <clears throat> so. When I was younger, as I told you, I I, th- I used to think like a man. So, <laughs> my my questions used to ask. <laughs> I used to, I used to ask. Diana said. Diana said. Um. So no. Mm-mm. Next <laughs> next question. Honest. <laughs> <laughs> Next question. So you've had smaller than six inches. Oh my god! Let, okay, so let us pray. I I I don't know. I don't know. I don't. Know. I, I honestly I, think that I we, have had. It, it. You know what's crazy? 
I have had astronomically gargantuan. And then I have had in a past relationship that I stayed in for a few years, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. very unimpressive. But I'm almost like, I'm asking you the question because I'm like, what does this say about me? But I also feel like I said to my sister that I was in in a place where um, I didn't have sex as one of my top three non-negotiables in my mm. relationship. You know, like okay. for me at the time, it was um, communication, partnership, mm-hmm. um, um, acts of service. Like I'm mm-hmm. very into being someone who makes me laugh. Like, like I love to, to have fun and laugh. And like, I like to be intimate in other ways, or that's what I thought in the past. Like I like to hug and cuddle and blah, blah, blah. And if it doesn't lead to, or if it does lead to sex, it's like, okay, then the sex for me was more about the intimacy and not like the pleasure because I've always Mm. been one for years actually to incorporate sex toys into my relationship anyway. So it wasn't like, Mm -hmm. you know, I was depending on the size of a penis to, to finish myself off if you get like TMI. So I guess at the time I was like, Oh, I didn't really think about it. And then I had nothing to really compare it to, but you know, in a new season, I'm very much like, "Ah, no, no. (laughs) I need to know. You got to ask the questions. I need to know. And and you're not asking, you're not asking what size are you? You're asking, would you consider yourself to be average size? And then they go and say, well, what's average size? And you can say, well, average size compared, you know, according to Google. But you know what? Men know. Men know. Men know when they are, because cause, cause men also know when other men have are very well endowed. Yes. Like my, I have yes. male friends who are like, they talk about their friends. Like, Yo, that ninja over there, he packing heat. <laughs> Like I thought I was good. I mean, men that, say that. that. Men, I have like, been, I have been in club settings, okay, where I've either overheard or it has happened to me, and I'm talking about in the past, way in the past, my husband. It has happened to me where they—that's their line. That's their line. I am a one. I, you know, and I'm just like, really? Sorry, this works wait, for you, wait, and it wait, works. Wait, it works wait, for them. Wait, wait. It works for them. I what? Okay. I am rewind, a. I am rewind, a one. Selecta. What does a one mean? <laughs> a one like top tier. Oh, best, oh 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 oh. Big, you know. So um, just recently, okay, actually. Okay 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 okay. So then. Hold on. Let, let me finish. Just recently, right. we were at a bar, and I was I was standing next to my girlfriend, and this guy comes up to her and says, "So are you ready for some?" thickness and she was like <laughs> and she was like thickness and he was like you want some thickness like that and he was like he was a tall um slender he was a tall slender man he was a tall slender man he wasn't ugly but he wasn't like fine he was very cocky clearly clearly <laughs> he was very cocky so then I was like, so she was just like, oh shit. She was taken aback. And I was like, does that shit work for you? And he was like, what do you mean? I was like, does that work for you? That Does that line, has that worked for you? And he said, it works all the time. Because you know what? Everybody want a big dick. I was like, oh, okay. 
and I, oh. I walked away. And then I and looked at my girlfriend, and she was like, "I'm coming." I was like, "Come on, let's go." <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah. I mean, he says it works all the time for him. Okay, so then r- let's get deeper. <laughs> no pun intended. God. So does a large penis mean good sex? Hmm. Not necessarily. I know. Mm. I know. My one of my girlfriends. One of my girlfriends. Um, she had to leave the guy because he had to take a muscle relaxer in order for her to be able to have sex with him. Mm. He was like, so there big. is such thing as so too she, big. Yeah. So there's yeah, yeah. I mean, just right. like there's you know we've had this conversation before where we where there's people with small vaginas, there's people with so there's somebody for everybody, right? So um, you know, I don't think that. You know, I got to tread lightly here. Because <laughs> to me, right. I want to stay married. <laughs> I understand. So I'll say this, that um, before I got married, sick, I, I love my husband very much. <laughs> I had an experience with a very So don't give me no shit about this podcast is what I'm saying. <laughs> no, sir. Okay. I'm joking. So, joking. I'm joking. Before I got married, I had an experience with a very, very well endowed man he was also extremely good looking built trainer blah 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 i mean he was a himbo we couldn't even have a conversation but we both kind of knew we both knew what this was you know but for me Mm, for mm -hmm. me it was my first experience with someone not only very well endowed but who was so sexually confident that Mm. it was like the combination of the two is what changed my perception on Sex, yep. not necessarily intimacy, mm-hmm. but sex. Sex. So yeah, he was a good fuck. Yeah. He was a good fuck. Oh my god! I mean, oh my god. <laughs> okay, so that. But that's, that's funny that. how you say because then that means you can't talk to him. He's like the we know a himbo, a himbo, a himbo. Which to me, what happened was after I start, I stopped messing with him. It was kind of like. Because I wasn't that experienced, I worked so much, blah, blah, blah. I was like, well, I guess you either find this or that, you know. Or that, that, yeah. Not that or whatever, but you find intellect and conversation and partnership and intimacy versus someone who about to blow your back out, throw you against the wall, have sex with you in the bathroom (laughs) in the gym. Yes, it happens. Right after Mm. a workout session, because that's how grimy he is. But that was so like in the moment, it felt so good in the moment. But then mm. after you're like, like, I, I, I don't think we ever even went. To what now? Dinner. Like I Great. never wanted, I never <laughs> even wanted to sit across from him at a table. Mind oh you sit God. next to him at a table and like have a wing. Oh. But it was, it served its purpose at the time. And it was good. And then I, I do feel like I think size is important, but I think it's so much more. Like, for instance, that guy who went up to your friend, he could have had the biggest, most perfect, beautiful penis ever. But the fact that he said that I'm fucking turned off. I'm dry as hell. I'm chafy. I have no interest in fucking that. But, you know, you know but it works for him. There's people that's calling for that because it works for him. There's people calling for that. A very, a very certain woman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's it, crazy. It, it certainly that's does. Crazy. It certainly does. I know. I was just like, oh, 
Okay. And I walked away. <laughs> what in the marbles? No, but, you know, I think you answered it, right? There's probably a lot of people that don't know. You know what I'm saying? And they're, 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 mm. they're, that was probably their first sexual experience. And that's where they've been. And, and you know, they married them out of high school. And that's what they've been with. I've had friends that, you know, married or have had, you know, um, uh, long relationships after high school. They weren't married. They just lived with each other, had children and all this stuff. And then in their 30s, late 30s, early 40s, they break up. And then they start, you know, discovering that they, you know, have had a small penis their whole life. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> but they didn't know. You know what I'm saying? So they, they didn't, they didn't. And to me, in my head, I'm like, okay, well, when you're having conversations, maybe she didn't have conversations with her friends about stuff like that, right? Where some of our friends, you know, we, we have a lot of the same friends. And when we were talking, people, they tend to go there and they talk about these things. So it, women in, in, in all walks of life, and it doesn't matter uh, the amount of money you make, um, the race that you are, how old you are. I found mm -hmm. myself mm -hmm. speaking to women in their 60s and 70s, and um, they're not as sassy as we are, but they do say things to me that lead me to believe, and they and, and they do the sexual play, like the Three's Company, the innuendos, right? So, you know, when because we have a lot of uh, women who are older that listen to our podcast and um, they that. say, oh, my God, I love when you said this when I was coming up, you know, so it's almost like our podcast is a way for them to like go back. And, and, and I love having these conversations when they're done, when they're just like, well, I would have did it this way or I would have said this, you know, and I'm like, yo, you're playing in these streets when you was young, huh? you know, so. They have those conversations too, because they have them with me. And there's, I, I've had conversations with people that are my friends, and I'm like, "Yo, I wish you would know how your mom speak. I wish your mom had these conversations with you because they're so great." But she thinks maybe that you can't have them with her. So maybe you should approach your mom and be like, "Mom, what did you tell Diana?" Because I think right. that you would appreciate that in your mom. You know what I'm saying? Like for me to have these conversations with six, like even my best friend's mom, Natalie's mom, Monica, best mm -hmm. me, she rest in peace, mm -hmm. one of the best women. Oh my God. Even her and her eloquentness and the way she spoke and everything. Like she used to talk Love about you. men being suitors. Like instead of people, you know, they were suitors. Oh, that was my suitor. And I, I was going through her album. I was like, damn, this dude's fine as hell. She was like, girl, I had a lot of suitors. Okay. And I'm just like, ah. you know, so even in those conversations, you know, women still had conversations about sex. They still have conversations. So it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It all comes, all roads lead to sex, dick, all that. And since we're women that like penis, then therefore, that's where it all leads. If you're in a group of lesbians, which I have been in many groups of lesbians, I used to play basketball back in the day, all roads lead to vaginas. <laughs> Same goes for men, men that are gay. All leads. So even when I'm with my gay friends, we're talking about yeah. So, and it's not even like dick, 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 dick all the time. It's not that. It's just that they'll say a story. Oh, I was with this man, whatever, whatever. And I'll be like, oh, shit, whatever. So it's not like we're comparing sizes or, you mm -hmm. know, we're not being nasty. It's just that it just comes up when we talk about it because that's just life. And that's how life think, is made. Uh, yeah. And day. I think, I think humans, I, I, I think we don't talk about it enough, which is sad that humans are made to mm. 
be intimate, like humans, like people are always like, oh, I want to live off the grid or, oh, I, I could be on my own or, you know, that's bullshit. Yeah. I think Why? there's seasons yeah. where you, you should be able to be alone and be on your own. But it's like, I was listening to a podcast this morning and she was like, nah, I'm definitely. And I had this, I've heard this three from three different, very powerful women in the last two months. And they're like, nah, I'm definitely a relationship girl. Like I've always been in a relationship. I'm that person who needs to have someone. And it's always mm. frowned upon to be someone who needs to have someone, but really mm -hmm. we are made like Adam and Eve, you're made to be in partnership with another human, you know, and mm -hmm. with that comes intimacy and with that comes sex and our bodies are built to be touched, to be loved and to be pleasured. And it's like, people don't want to talk about it because it's like taboo, especially in the Latino culture, which is nuts mm -hmm. to me. But here at Cosita. And there's a lot of people that we, want. We enjoy being touched and pleasured. <laughs> Oh shit. And there's a lot, there's a lot of people that want multiple relationships, you oh, know, shit. and that, and that's, you know, I, I, I've spoken to men and, you know, our, our, our man boy that came on the thing, I call him man boy because I, I think, you know, whatever, but, um, our, our man, our man that came on the show, um, they like to have multiple people because, you know, some people are sex addicts. Some people like this to have multiple places where they can go multiple. So I just think if you like that, you need to communicate that though. A hundred percent. Cause I'm sure cause there's women as well that, that want to have multiple men. They like to juggle multiple men, you know, cause mm -hmm. you know, like I, I love that we use sex positive, you know, cause when a man has two, three, four different women, this high five and like, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. But then when a woman decides to have the same past, she a hoe. It's like, nah, she's po she's sex positive too. She want to be able to, you know, sow her oats and do whatever the hell she want to do and let her do it. Shit, who the fuck cares? How busy, you know? So, I, I, you know, I, I think that more and more you're seeing where people are. And I saw one actually when I was in hair school where there was this woman, there was two women sharing a man and they were talking about everybody living together, together so they could split bills and all that stuff. And I was just like, I was shocked, you know, because I was back then I was 19 and I'm just like, really? But in the back of my mind, I'm like, y'all splitting bills. It's three of y'all. Y'all all three of y'all got. <laughs> You're like, well, that that kind of like sounds like it makes sense. But you know, for me, for me, those what are what are they called? Polyamorous relationships. I feel like I'm just not that emotionally mature. Right. Um, well, not. To, it doesn't even have to be that. You just don't want that. Yeah, exactly. Like, I, I, but I'm, I'm being I'm being respectful and saying. Kudos to you. I think it requires right. to people who are, it's funny because in a sense, you're like, wow, she's so secure. But it's for me, it's almost like, is that how insecure you are that you have to open yourself up to be with someone who you're mm. not enough for? So mm. that's my mindset, you know, but they can see it as like, we're so mature that I get what I want and out of this situation. And it's almost like, I just feel like in the most private moments, you have to be miserable to feel like someone that you're intimate with needs to be intimate with someone else. It's Somebody like, else. Mm -hmm. yes, it's like these, we've talked about it before. It's like these celebrity wives who are married to athletes or whatever. It's like, yeah, they get the bags, they get the, the clout, they get whatever. But in their most private moments, a lot of them are fucking miserable because at the end of the day, you just want someone who will love you 
and mm-hmm. you love them and that's it. Like you give the man children, you give the man loyalty, you give the man everything you are. And I'm just using this as an example and it's still not enough. So it's like, mm-hmm. mm, it's okay. You can see it like how secure, wow, you're so secure that y- you open yourself to this or like, damn, how insecure and sad is it that you're like, I'm not enough, but fuck it. I get everything out. You know, it's almost like mm-hmm. I get all this other stuff out of it, but yeah. I, but like you said, I just don't want that shit. Nah, dude. Mm-hmm. If you need, if you need, mm-hmm. if you need anything more than me, this is not the situation for you. Listen, I'll stay by myself. <laughs> for real. I'm with my husband and I love him and everything. And, and I, I, I feel like nothing's going to happen, but I will stay by myself straight up. Like, I don't you know, even got my, the my energy. Other just said that recently, too. <laughs> I don't have the energy, the, compa- the, the brain capacity. I don't want to meet nobody. I don't do that shit. <laughs> I'm just ch- I'm chilling. I'm moving I'm on, moving on, moving on, moving on, moving on. <laughs> Because we could talk about dick oh, for 70, 24 hours straight. Oh, wow. Oh, shit. I mean, this is a good one. This is a good no one. It's, it's, it's not about dick. No. But it's, it is <laughs> about a man. So, oh. baller or good guy? That's easy for me. Good guy. I've never dated a baller. So, what's the definition I've of a baller? I've never dated a baller. Case? Are we saying someone who has money? A baller for me? A baller for me was always a drug dealer, right? Oh, I never shit. met okay. anybody that was a baller that was that had legal money coming up. A baller was always a person that sold drugs. And I myself did not want to date people that were nickel and dimers. And then um, I didn't want to date anybody that had a lot of money either. I mean, I did. I was friends and had situationships and friends with benefit type situations with people that were, I mean, that's all that was around me, you know? So, but Mm -hmm. as far as like doing that life and um, doing time with them and all that shit, nah. So I just never realistically uh, approached the situation in that manner because that's to me, it's temporary money. I mean, kudos to the people that have lasted, you know, 40 years or whatever doing it. And they're in their fifties now. And I'm like, shit, you still don't have nothing to fucking show for all this hard work. But at the end of the day, I, I just didn't want to be in a relationship with somebody where I had to be always like, is he coming home? Um, mm. You know, you know, you're going to be on the block. Is you going to get j- you in a jail? You're going to get shot. You're going to get stabbed. That just it's so never met no lawyers when I was coming up. Never met any doctors or any person that was a baller that had money like that. That was legal money. So, um, yeah. Or I just ended up with somebody that didn't have any money. So there was a broke guy. <laughs> there was a lot of those in the hood. A whole bunch of broke motherfuckers. But <laughs> Ooh, shit. Okay, next, next, yeah. next jar. Next <laughs> no, jar. you. You got to answer. You got to answer. Boy, that was answer that shit. <laughs> Um, I'm because you've been about you've been around ballers, motherfucker. (laughs) No, okay, maybe the question shouldn't be baller or good guy, the question should be um, bad, bad boy or good guy. That's what the question should be bad boy or good guy. 
Yeah. Probably see, bad that's boy. A, that's a, that, see, that's a different perspective. You get what I'm saying? See? Because yeah. I've been, bad boy, I, that challenge. I was blessed to be married to a baller who was a good guy. Get what I'm saying? So I, I got mm-hmm. the, but I got to see, I traveled, I explored, I, I'm super blessed materialistically, you know what I'm saying? But I also, in that experience, was exposed to a lot of assholeisms of like, you know, rest in peace, Kobe Bryant. But we all know he bought Vanessa that ring when he got caught cheating. It's like, you know, it's like I am in a season of like, I it's it's good person, but there is something about bad boy energy that is ingrained in me since fucking <laughs> that is like it's ingrained in all of us. Just talk about why, but um, when I was younger, I fucking sitting there beeping a motherfucker a million times so he could call me back and he call me back, but then the next day be up and there and shit. <laughs> the fuck i'm glad i learned that shit early though because fuck that me too <laughs> they me call too. it ghosting but now they're... it's called ghosting no i don't i think god that. i never really dealt with that i i guess i was always the mainy main motherfuckers um no, no I wasn't, it wasn't that i wasn't the mainy man i was the main nah, he was, was fucking not answering my beeper the fuck basically answer my beeps, beeper motherfucker beeper beeper <laughs> okay. i had a good beeper though message son <laughs> bad boy or good girl good guy bad boy bad or boy. good guy good guys with corn balls see but here's my thing is it is it that good guys are always seen as corn balls <laughs> most of them were that i fucking met but how about Corny if they were fuck. how about if they had a huge and were excellent in the bedroom i don't know it never corn, even got if there. you're a cornball we didn't even get the bed what? you're a cornball we never even got the bed <laughs> what no, there was one time, there was one time I was feeling, I was feeling, I was feeling, I was feeling yeah. this dude. I was feeling this dude and, uh, you know, we were, about, we were about to hang out. We about to hang out. Some shit popped off. You. My cousin, my you. cousins were in a club. I hate you. And shit popped. Why? I'm telling you the we, truth. We, Some we, shit popped we, off and we, my cousins we, were in a club. We were about to, yeah, because we, we had only seen each other a couple times out. And we were we were talking to each other on the phone, you know, for a couple of weeks. And um, he was real busy because he was actually he had a really good job actually. So this was my first time where I was I was like, oh shit, somebody with a good job. He got a condo. He got a nice car. You know. Oh shit. And he was cool. Like for the most part, he was cool. Like I was getting to know him and giving him a chance, right? Because I've I've always dated, you know, bad guys. I guess not bad guys, but bad boys. And um, we was at a club. And something popped off, but my cousins were in the club. So my best friend used to always tell me, why do you always run toward the fight <laughs> instead of running away from the fight? And I'm like, well, if I got family or loved ones in the in the club, I'm going to go see who's fighting. Because if I got to get in, if I got to grab something, if I got to do something, I got to be able to assist in the situation, right? Which was is bullshit. Because right now I think about it. You know how much shit I could have avoided running into some shit? But And you just call loud. I'm like, what the what kind of brainwashery right. is that? No, it wasn't brainwashing. It was just day, growing up in the hood. You just got to fucking make sure everybody good. You wasn't part of the problem. Listen, 
Listen, Jesus. if I could grab a bottle to make the situation easier for my friends and my cousins, what? Oh my God. Or if I need to grab somebody to go out the back door so I don't get arrested, whatever the fuck it is, you know? So I, I was going toward the fight and he grabbed my hand. He was like, what are you doing? I said, I got to go see if my cousins are okay. He was like, no, the police is coming in here. You're going to get arrested. And I was like, okay, <laughs> I got to go see if my cousins are good. Are you coming with me to fight? <laughs> are you coming with me to fight was the question. <laughs> he was like, no. And I was like, okay, lose my number. You good. Wow. I came back out. I came back out with my cousins. I was telling my cousins on the way out, right? The dude's outside. And um, he was like, you are okay? And my cousins got in his face. She good, motherfucker. She good. <laughs> Let me ask and you, like, is that, I told is, you. that your, is that your <laughs> mindset still now as an adult? No. Uh-uh. That's not my <laughs> mindset. Like 36, 37, that should stop. No, I want to say probably like 34, 35. That should stop. In my 20s, I was running toward the fight. Like, my cousins are here. Something's going on. Or whenever there were sirens in the fucking North End, we would follow the cops to make sure it wasn't my cousins or, or friends what that you we say? knew, you know. Crazy. But you know, back in the day, like you just gotta make sure that they're not getting beat up by the cops if they were getting hemmed up, because that was a regular that was a regular thing. You go downstairs, you get hemmed up. It was a regular thing. It was such a regular thing. I would go across the street to go get a gallon of milk to see my friends hemmed up on the fucking wall. And you're just walking by, like, what up, y'all? You still gonna go get your gallon of milk, come back. (laughs) And then they're just saying they're like, Yeah, they they just they just came through, they're doing a sweep. That's your regular. That's your that that's it's not good, but it was a regular occurrence, but yes, to yeah. So, <laughs> okay. Okay. Next, next. Let's let's do let's do two more. Oh my god! <laughs> Ready? Two more. Would you do? Would you do a long distance relationship? No. Okay. You? No. Have you ever? I, I never have. Um, I mean, it depends what long distance is. I guess. I guess. Um, uh, have I ever? My boyfriend lived in Massachusetts when I lived in Connecticut. He was at school, but that's not. I mean, I guess it's kind of long that's distance. That's not that far. Younger. I think as an adult, absolutely not. I wouldn't do it. Yeah. I wouldn't. Do I think it. that I I'm it. married. I'm married, and my husband had. To get a job, or if I got a job somewhere in New York or something, and we had to be apart for three or four days or whatever, yeah, absolutely, I would do it. That's my husband, but um, nah, other than that. But I think long distance. Is I don't more like, like long periods of time across the country apart. type shit. Yeah, yeah like, like months, different yeah. time zones. Like I'll be there for Christmas. Um, I'll be there for yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, no, I did. I did it a little bit when I moved back home from London. Um. When I moved back home from London, I had a. Fr- I think I talked about the candy cane. Um, I had a friend, and I don't know why you don't call them? I know, no, 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 no. <laughs> um, and he was in London, and I was in New York. <laughs> and what'd you bring? My straw. Something bro. fell. Oh, yeah, my whole oh, shit. Go ahead. Sorry. Sorry. No. So Candy he cane. was in London. I was, I was okay. I was in New York, and we talked. We we actually actually we tried, and this is before serious technology. 
And I was flying out to London probably like every two months. And then I went to Cyprus and we went to other places together. <laughs> and I think we were trying to make it work now that I think about it. But it just it slowly like fizzled away. It's just it's really hard. I think oh, older. That's even long, though older, long, long distance though. Yeah. And even though older that's with far. the means, the financial means, I still wouldn't do it. Like I, I know I was, I was pursued, um, for a little bit long distance and it was, it was, it was sweet, but it, would you go, would you go to London and be like, let's go. Then you like the candy cane. No. (laughs) It's Christmas. I mean, besides the fact that he's married now with four kids. Oh, my bad. No. No, no. Sydney Diana came out again. Stop. No. Stop. No. So she's no, not that no, silly. No, she's no. actually nasty. She's actually she's, nasty, yeah, Diana. Say, she's not silly. She's she's like she's like the eighty-five year old lady. Like, come <laughs> in. Let me tap your ass. I can't wait. I cannot I wait. I know. Married I know or not, husband, I'm telling you right now. When I'm eighty years old, I'm gonna be the nasty old lady. I'm mean, hey, little boy. Oh hell, I don't see that butt. <laughs> is it as firm as it looks? Oh, oh my I can't wait. God. Okay. <laughs> oh, this is a good one. Oh shit. What's your best quality? My best quality, I think, is my sense of humor. She not you don't find out, I, bitch. I'm so confused. <laughs> I think I have the ability to, <sighs> even in sad situations, like, um, I want to say, especially in sad, like when people pass away or when, um, people have been heartbroken or anything like that. And I know the person well enough where I can be like, you know, a little bit funny or whatever, where not to get them out the mood, but just to lighten the mood. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I think that's my, that's my best quality i think what's your best quality um <laughs> that's hard i don't know um i think my best quality is i'm a pretty great friend like i'm a pretty like i take pride in my friendships and i take pride in keeping friendships no matter where i've lived um mm-hmm. I just feel like uh, adult friendships take a lot of work because real life happens. Mm-hmm. People move, mm-hmm. work, family. People have so many like responsibilities. But like me and Shirley have been best friends since college. And I talk to her every day. She lives in Atlanta. She hasn't lived here for 20 plus years. You and I, I lived in LA, you know, like. And then I also think that um, my quality with that comes with like learning to kind of just meet people where they are and like not take things Mm -hmm. personal when friendships kind of fizzle or become what they are Mm -hmm. or people grow into people who are like, I also, I have some friends who get so enthralled in either their marriages or parenting that they don't know how to be good friends. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And to me, but then, but then expect, but then expect, like I have friends that, um, don't pour into me, right? And it's okay. Like you said, we meet them where they are, but then expect the world from you. And then yeah. 
are disappointed when you tell them about themselves because I'm going to be like, listen, <laughs> listen, bruh. <laughs> you know? So you it's like, it? don't, don't be surprised. <laughs> So don't for me, I know I I I don't even go through the telling of like you know like. I well, no, some I've people had... need to hear that shit. It's true. Some 100%. people need. Mm-hmm. Some but people need for to hear me, it. unfortunately, the way I I see foresee telling is like it's coming. It's gonna end our relation. It's gonna end our friendship. Mm. Even if I even mm. even if I don't deliver it in a fucked up way, I think it's like the beginning of the end. So I'd rather mm. kind of just like decide if I love this person enough to continue a friendship, whatever that looks like, and kind of meet them where they are. And um, like I'm, I, 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 I said this kind of last week. I was having. I'm not gonna change who I am to teach you a lesson. Like, I'm not going to be a shitty friend or like, it just takes up too much energy in my life Mm. to change who I am to try to like show you or have to prove a point. You get what I'm saying? Like, oh, I'm not talking to you when I see you. Yes. Or like, if I've told (laughs) you that I moved and I even, I feel lonely or like whatever, it's like, and then I reach out to you and then it's like, we never hang out. It's like, okay, so then cool. Like, I know that I can't count on this Mm -hmm. person and I just have to kind of like re-navigate other spaces but it's like i'm mm-hmm. also not gonna be like bitch you take three days to text me back and you know i just moved here and like da, 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 da. it's like for what like yeah no but i i wouldn't i wouldn't do it that way i'm just saying like if somebody reaches out and says um you know like let's say if i reach out to somebody to say whatever happy birthday how are you how's life mm-hmm. whatever mm-hmm. i don't hear from them fine but then the next time i hear from them they need something from me mm-hmm. i've said to people <laughs> i've said to people um no Mm-mm. that's not popping off because you know what um you only call me when you need something so mm. i'm just going to let you know that no i can't do this this time or any other time. <laughs> so this time or any other time. So, but basically, it's, it's almost like so. Then it's it's almost like the beginning of the end of a friendship or a relationship, unless the person cordial. is. You can be cordial. You can be cordial. Exactly. Say hi. But cordial and is no on. longer like a friendship. You get what I'm saying? So it's no. almost like the beginning mm-hmm. of the end, unless the person is so. I mean, it's, it, sometimes it's been it, end. mature <laughs> that they can handle it. That they're like, you know what, D, you're right. Nah. I'm going to do better or whatever. But nah. it's very rare that someone is so emotionally very mature rare. that they're like, that they can like see and acknowledge, oh, you know what? You're right. I may have, I may have been a shitty friend or um, it's also nah, hard most for times they're so self-involved that they're not even seeing mm-hmm. what's going on around them. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So, and they're so used to everybody else, everybody in their, in their circle catering to them that they don't, they don't see it. So. Mm-hmm. When someone says something like that, they're like, oh, shit, they're caught off guard. And then it, it's almost like, well, they they didn't need me because they're not it, they're not saying anything to say. Like you said, that they're not saying, oh, yeah, you're right. I'm so sorry. They're not saying they're not saying anything. So it's just like, well, mm-hmm. shit, fuck it. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm good with it, motherfucker. <laughs> Deuces. <laughs> like, you know, yeah. so not a loss. Yeah. Any more juice jar? You want to do, do one more? I have time for one sure. more. Unless it's a really oh, fucking What juice time t- is it? You have a meeting, right? Yeah, I have a call, but I, I pushed it. 
top 10 minutes. Oh, damn it. I keep dropping this shit. Oh, this time it broke both. Oh, well. Say, hold you. Look at my dog. My dog is like, damn, bitch. <laughs> you keep making all this damn noise. I'm sorry, babies. Okay. I'm ready. sorry, my love. We go for a walk, okay? We go for a walk. Oh, this is cute. This can be short and sweet. Okay. Idea, your idea of a perfect date. Um, my idea of a perfect date <sighs> would be um, getting some amazing seafood somewhere by the shore. And it doesn't matter what shore. It could be here in Connecticut. It could be in Miami. It could be in Puerto Rico. Just getting some amazing seafood, you know, great conversation, and then beach. That I want to go on a date with that's you. Nice. Let's go on a date. That that's sounds nice. amazing. <laughs> that's nice. I actually did that with my girlfriend Melanie, and uh, we went to the outlets. And then after, because she wanted to go shopping, so we went to the outlets. After the outlets, I was like, "There's this place I heard about on uh, TikTok. This restaurant. It was right on the water. We had something, and then after that, we was hanging out. So I was just like, "This was this was cool." So that would be something I would like. Anything involving a beach for me, girl. I love it. I love the beach. I love it. Um, yeah, so what about you? A great date for me is um, I love going hiking. Like I love a, I love going on a hike, grabbing like an early morning hike, grabbing breakfast, um, sitting and conversation having it doesn't have to be mm. like deep conversation but like laughing on the hike and like talking on the hike and almost like not planning the future but like thinking about the future because i feel like beaches for mm. me too but outdoors really inspire me to like get motivated to build and create and like build legacy and um I just, the I challenge like the of a real hike, I love it. <laughs> and then you can like have sex in the bushes. Oh. I've actually done that before. But, you know, like mid-hike, you have sex. <laughs> Not bush sex. <laughs> or like You're in the car before you hike or after the hike or whatever. You know, I'm telling and you, like. When I'm in the forest, it's always like, is there a bear on the corner? Like, is there a fucking mountain lion that's about to attack my neck? Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm always I'm like so on high and alert. And like, so I'm do you carry bears, bear mace? No. <laughs> but you should carry some, especially if you're hiking in Connecticut. <laughs> I <laughs> am. Let even me when, tell even when, we, when we hiked in the Sequoias, <laughs> we actually... Maybe hiding. Where's the sequoia? For people sure. like me, I don't know what the California, fuck that is. California. There you it's go. Like the Thank sequoia you. With the huge, huge trees. Um, we hiked. We did like a four or five hour See, hike, and that was beautiful. that type of shit. Huge, huge trees. It just reminds me of like serial killers that are bur burying like women in the forest. <laughs> I guess that. See, there's different mindsets. You love it. It is me. It is. I can't. I like it's it. never been. Clay Hill, we used to go to Camp Iote, and I loved it for that. For that. <laughs> Girl, I got Camp my mic set on high. No, 
know. <laughs> Camp Iote brought so many memories. Oh my god. I had my first crush there. Yes. Uh, my first my first kiss wasn't there, but my first crush was there. And um yeah, that was my introduction to the forest and the woods and all that stuff. Not and I liked forest. it because it was it was contained. <laughs> What? The only forest in the woods I like is the ones in fairy tales. Like, you know, it's Snow White and well, all the bitches be I at. But other than that, me going to, like, when people go camping, uh, I don't know. See, but that's the thing. I'm I will not, go visit I'm a not campsite. Into that. I'm not into that. Like, for me, oh, camping okay. is like okay. camping in an airstream or camping in a trailer. Like, I have zero interest in camping not in Not even tent. that. Not even but that. I love. I don't even want to do. Mm-mm. You should try it though, because there's TV, and there's bathroom, there's kitchen, there's and it's like who you're, who you're with. It's like I uh, mean, I, well, with my cousins, I had an amazing time. That's why we visit during the day, and then we go stay at a hotel. Right, you're like I'm out, I'm out, <laughs> I'm out. But you know what? Now, now that we're talking about date, to me, my love language is um, time, quality time. Like I can go to dinner, I could go to a movie, I could go axe throwing, which I actually want to try. Um, and to me, oh, that so is like I've never done it, and it's like to me, you haven't done axe throwing? No, they don't got that we shit in California. I don't know, but I saw it here in Connecticut. I drove by it, and I was like, I want to yeah. go do that. Um, it's fun, me, and it's it's fun that... to see the pe- the people you bring and the aggression, girl. <laughs> So it's like, it's like, um, it's the thought of just spending time versus like, you know, someone, you know, like you're dating or whatever, they come over, you start watching a movie, they fall asleep. Like to me, that's you, we haven't spent time. That's not a date. That's just like something you do in a relationship, Mm. but like. You can even spend time at home if we're like cooking together or we're doing something together. It it just requires like spending time, which you mentioned about Sonia and Steve that they they make time for mm-hmm. each other, is 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 different from being in each other's presence. If that makes mm-hmm. sense, yeah, yeah, makes a lot of sense. Anyway, that was Juice Jam. I love I love actually. Here's the jar. It's real. We're not just bringing up subjects out of nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> There's some juice. There's some shit in there. I was like, I hope we don't get that. But then that fucking size shit came out real early. God dang. <laughs> the first one. This size matter. The oh. first one. Okay. So, Welcome to Juice Jar. This is um, me. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. We love y'all. I don't even know why I said that. <laughs> I don't know. Me either. I have no idea. And if size matters to you, make sure you get what you want. Become Rainbow Bright. Become a unicorn hunter. <laughs> a unicorn is a huge penis. Call me the unicorn hunter then. Okay. Oh, see what I'm saying? <laughs> You should come up with an outfit and you should fucking put it on the story. What would you need? What would be the tools of a unicorn? Not scissors. <laughs> Not scissors. <laughs> no, I'm like, what would you need to become a unicorn? So if I'm being tools and you come out with fucking, with fucking scissors. 
What would be the tools? Would it be measuring tape? Would it be, look at this sun. The sun is coming in and it's like. Beautiful. Oh, shit, I got to take this it's call. It's so nice out. All right. Bye, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Gracias for listening to Cositas Mommy Never Told Me. We hope you loved this episode. Make sure you subscribe, follow, and share Cositas Mommy Never Told Me on all your social channels. Todas las redes sociales. And don't forget, if you want in on the real tea and see all of our reactions to the craziness, watch this episode on YouTube. Que bochinche!